Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Around the Emirates podcast with Sarah Musa, where I speak to guests from across UAE about topics you want to hear about. Today, I am joined by Cyrus Rustam. Hi, Cyrus. Hey, Sarah. It's so good to have you on the show today. I'm super excited to talk to you because you are co-founder of Boxica, a world-class fitness um, center based in Dubai. And I'm so excited to hear all about the amazing things you're doing for the community. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. And yeah, let's get into it. Awesome. So uh, obviously the first question is, what is your story? Why did you decide to co-found Boxica? Yeah, great. So quick brief on my background. I left school at 16 and I joined the military. It was uh, one of the longest, hardest training courses you can do in the world. I joined the Royal Marines Commandos in the UK, served for five years. When I left, I decided to do the opposite of that and grow dreadlocks and go backpacking around the world for five years. And then I was living in Thailand and I decided that I wanted to pursue a career more seriously. So I just literally chose Dubai randomly, didn't know anyone here, just moved here because I thought it was a fun vibrant entrepreneurial city and basically that was it 10 years ago come here worked for fitness first for a while and I have a friend who is very successful you know he's very much into fitness but he just doesn't do it as a career he's got businesses and he does a lot of luxury real estate and I was bouncing ideas off him and he basically said to me right okay if you want to take this seriously you need to go around the world do some research so I flew to New York did a little research on the fitness concepts over there because New York is the fitness capital of the world. There's a lot of concepts that start there and a lot of stuff that isn't around the world starts in New York. So did that, did like a hundred classes in like a week. It was crazy. Uh, went to Amsterdam, went to different parts of Europe and London and basically took the best bits from different studios and brought them into one and, and, and set up our first studio, which is a mixture of boxing and fitness in Dubai Studio City and we opened two weeks after the COVID lockdown. The COVID lockdown literally things opened up and we opened our doors so you can imagine people didn't want to go into an exercise studio and sweat and breathe on each other you know so either the first year was tough. Wow I think that is the best summary I have ever heard in response to that question. I commend you on having the best <laughs> key messages right there. Um, okay, so a couple of uh, you know points I want to address there. Firstly, um, what made you go from kind of navy to kind of uh, like like the fitness idea? Was it because you wanted to like harness the fitness side of you as an entrepreneur? Like, where's the connection there? Yeah, in so I wanted to join the military when I was since I was twelve years old. That very short story. My friend, my best friend in school, showed me a picture of his brother. His brother was a Royal Marines commando. And in that moment, when I saw that photo, I immediately wanted to become a Marine. It was because my parents had divorced. My mum had left with my two sisters and brother and, and left to the other side of the country. I was left at home with my dad. I was very shy in school. I hated my school. I wanted to escape life, basically. So I wasn't very smart in school. I was failing all my grades. And when my friend showed me that picture, it was I knew instantly that's how I can get out of here and escape and go on my adventure. So I started training phys uh, like fitness very seriously from age 12. 
And it's something that when you get into it that much, you can't escape it. Like you can't leave it. It enhances your mindset and life so much when you consistently do fitness. So it's always been a part of my life. And I thought, why not make it my career to do something that I love so much, I'm so passionate about, and that I know will impact people's lives so greatly. So it's it's very fulfilling being in fitness. And that's why I decided let's make this uh, you know, a career. That's amazing. I love the fact that you just said making an impact on people's lives. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so excited for, for you to kind of share more of your story today on the show. Now, you just mentioned something that I'm sure a lot of our listeners are like, what? How did you do this? You just mentioned that you opened up as soon as lockdown ended. I mean, talk to me a little bit more about that. How did that even happen? Yeah, if we knew COVID was going to happen beforehand, we would never have done it, right? So we were already so much money into the investment. Uh, the work was going on. We all had the plans, the branding. You know, we were good. I would say like 750, 800,000 dirhams in. So it was very hard to say when COVID hit to say, oh, we're going to stop now and lose all this money, right? And so we didn't plan for it to be like that. It's just the work happened. The, the work was allowed to carry on going through COVID. Like construction was allowed to carry on. That was one of the rules. So they, although it was massively delayed, they kept working at it. And luckily for me, I have a seasoned, very smart, very forward-thinking business partner that could kind of put his hand on my shoulder and say, Cyrus, everything's going to be okay. You know, I've been through stuff like this before. We're going to keep pushing on. And for me, honestly, I put my life savings into Boxica. He's got a lot of other things going on. It's probably a small part of his you know, overall net worth. So it was great to have someone like that guiding me through that, but it definitely was not planned. Understood. Yeah, no, I can see that. And it's it's incredible that you've been able to make it work. I mean, even you know, with lockdown and of course, like, you know, as we all know, um, the restrictions that were in place as a result of that. Now, um, kind of going back to the 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 challenges of the journey that you've that you've just been on that you've just talked about. I know that you've mentioned kind of how you went around the world to do some research about, you know, like what it would take just to open up or to co-found Boxica. And you also just mentioned to me, you know, like the the impact of the pandemic. Um, what do you feel throughout this entire process has been your biggest challenge if you haven't mentioned it already? And how do you feel you have overcome it? Yeah. Um, the first year of Boxer was very difficult because nobody wanted to be around people. Everyone was scared. And, you know, it took a lot of time. It was just about getting through this first year, can we just survive? Like in the beginning, they'd honestly, there was some weeks where I was having conversations with my business partner where I was like, oh my God, I think this is not going to work. You know, we're going to have to close the doors. We were building the membership slowly and consistently. And it was tough physically and mentally, honestly, even with my background, even with the daily habits and discipline that I instill into my life. And I use physical exercises, my therapy and all the rest of it. It was still tough. And so, uh, but what, what we did was, we said, right, okay, we're here now, we've got it. And I always knew that the business's success or failure was always going to come down to the people. It's all about the customers. Without the customers, you've got a, some bricks in a building and a little bit of exercise equipment, you've got nothing. 
right? It's not, it's not that, it's about the community, it's about the people. So what we started doing was we started focusing on our people and we started building a community. We have events outside of the gym. We like to do a lot of events in the gym. We know our customers' names. We know their kids' names, their dogs' names. We have events with them. We build a actual community because I know that it's very hard. For, it works both ways, right? If you're a customer and you know the people in the gym and you have a relationship with them, it's very hard to look a friend or someone that you have a very good relationship with that's changed your life and say, I'm not going to come here anymore. I'm going to go over to that gym because it X, Y, Z. So in that sense, it's good for business. In for the customer sense, it keeps them consistent. They feel like it's their second home. You've built this space where they feel relaxed and happy. It's unintimidating. It's fun. They enjoy coming there. Like I said, it is a therapy for them because boxing, punching something has an enormous effect on the body. It makes you relaxed. It gets rid of your stress. So building that relationship with people was absolutely key to get through that tough stage of that initial lockdown where people didn't really want to socialize. And of course, now looking back, building that community, we're, we're a 600 strong membership. You know, we've expanded from that initial first studio to a cycling studio, to a cafe, to an outdoor strength and conditioning space. We've got an outdoor boxing area as well. We've got 20 coaches. We've got seven full-time staff. You know, just from that first two staff and me taking all the classes to now me taking one class a week and having, you know, the whole place run effectively, uh, you know, without me being in it, essentially. That is so inspiring. I can't believe that you've gone from you know, just try and make sure that your membership stay afloat at the very beginning to like having such a strong kind of team supporting you and such uh, a loyal community. And I, I love the fact that you are bringing the community aspect into it. It really does make a difference when you, you know, know someone's, you know, dog's name or know someone's birthday or remember something, you know, major, you know, like a major life milestone has happened to them. So I do applaud the fact that you are working from the heart and not just for the sake of the numbers. Um, but having said that, seeing as you've gone through so much to get you know to the successful position you're in today, um, do you mind sharing a funny anecdote for the listeners? <laughs> yeah, um, funny story is uh, when my business partner and I. By the way, I don't have many, many funny stories. I'm quite a serious, straightforward kind of disciplined guy. I have a boring life. I. I wake up early, I go to the gym, I go to boxing care, you know, I don't do anything fun, I don't drink, uh, you know, but there were, when my business partner told me we need to go around the world and do research for this uh, gym, we noticed it was the gym in Amsterdam that we really liked the look of. It was a very high-end, well-done facility. So we said, let's go to Amsterdam and do that. And of course, you know what's in Amsterdam? Everything's in Amsterdam. <laughs> so we're at this cafe and you know my, my business partner like you know let's just you know, try a little bit of this uh, edible cake it's got marijuana in it i was like okay you know why not we said to the guy look we don't do anything we don't, i don't drink i don't do this i don't do that and what's the what's the situation he said look take half each don't do anything else it, you'll feel it and you know maybe tomorrow if you want to do more you can come back and i'll advise you again so we my business partner bought two we're only supposed to buy one Anyway, you, I think you can get where this story's going. Uh, we I took half of this uh, cake, whatever you want to call it. An hour later, didn't feel anything. Two hours later, I was fine. I was like, wow, this didn't do anything. So I took the other half of it. And then obviously the whole thing hit me at once. 
I'm telling you, I couldn't even walk. Like, it felt like walking back to the hotel. It felt like I was walking for days. It was like, a, it was probably like a 10 minute walk. I can't remember. But that's as, that's as crazy as it gets, unfortunately, in my life. Like I said, I'm a boring guy. I mean, I've got that one story from years ago that's like the, the, the craziest thing I've ever done. <laughs> you have very much established that you are far from boring with that story, Cyrus, let me tell you. And uh, I definitely okay, perfect. Could, like watch the reaction after eating the, the, the second one. But I thank you very much for sharing <laughs> the Amsterdam adventure. <laughs> Um, but I think a lot of a very like a lot of very inspiring messages have come out of this interview today. The fact that you persevered through COVID to you know have your fitness center open. The fact that you uh, you know were fortunate enough to have such a business savvy kind of co-founder support you and guide you. Um, you yourself clearly have have gone through so much to get to where you are today. Do you have any final like kind of word of advice for listeners uh, watching this episode today? Yeah. Um... Through my career as a Royal Marines Commando, um, going through my parents' divorce as a 12-year-old and struggling with my own relationship at some point because of the after effect that that divorce had on me and the belief system I held as an adult uh, from starting the business and you know other struggles as well that I, we haven't mentioned here today. One thing that's helped me through all of those things is physical fitness and having a, a central point of discipline every day. So what do I mean by that? Well, there could be chaos going around in your life, which we all have chaotic lives sometimes. There's a lot of stuff that happens. If you have a routine that you do every day that keeps you centered, it will guide you and help you through challenging times. So for me, I wake up early in the morning, I wake up at 4.30 every morning, and I go straight to the gym. What does that do for me? Well, going to the gym early, when you train, you literally change your physiology. You change your biology. The chemicals that rush through your body after you've exercised, you get these endorphins, you get this high, you get this rush. What that does is it changes the way you interact with the world. Your problems don't seem so big after you've exercised. Your worries kind of like evaporate away you have a heightened sense of mental clarity about your day and your life. You make better decisions. You take more risks. You have more confidence after you've exercised. So my advice to people is no matter what craziness is going on in your life, take that time for yourself to exercise. And trust me, you will feel this. All your problems will not seem so big after you've got your daily exercise and it will help you can you imagine someone that doesn't train that might be a little bit moody and grumpy that just goes about their life on this trajectory and someone that elevates their mindset every morning and takes it into that next level and then goes about their day interacting with people more confidently taking risks making deals whatever it is that they do in a two or three or four years down the line they're going to be in completely different places just from exercising every morning I couldn't agree more with you, Cyrus. I think that's a very strong and important message. I think it's not just about the idea of, oh, you know, exercising is tiring, but it's actually the mental benefits of exercising as well. The fact that those endorphins do help you and just the discipline that it provides, as you've mentioned. So I'm I'm really hoping that whoever is watching or listening to this episode and isn't in a strict workout routine, this is your sign to go and, you know, hit up the gym or do whatever exercises, you know, work for you. Um, thank you so much for sharing your story with me today. It was an absolute pleasure talking to you. 
Sarah, thank you so much for having me. It was great. And we'll chat soon. Of course. Thanks, guys. Bye.